Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, everybody. The show about the show. The show within the show. The Permission Granted Podcast. We take you behind the scenes. And you can always listen to us, this PGP, on the normal DA Show Podcast feed. So you get the show daily and then the best of the show as well. And you get the PGP. During football season, you get Sunday morning football. You could also get it on its own podcast feed, the Permission Granted podcast feed. So just search Permission Granted. We post it there as well or the PGP. And the next couple of days, I will be off. My wife and I going down to South Carolina for a couple of days. We are leaving on Wednesday late afternoon. And then we're going to come back Monday late afternoon. So you guys, Mraz, you and Bogues, and Cap and Bilotti, will take over the, the controls of the mothership for Thursday, Friday, and Monday show. So we're going to go down there. My wife's grandparents lived down there for many, many years. She's gone down there for many years. She really loves it in South Carolina. So we're going to do Charleston and then Hilton Head as well, but kind of do some stuff in between. I'm looking forward to eating barbecue, looking forward to drinking beers, looking forward to being on the beach, and uh, overall just getting out of the northeast i haven't been out of the northeast since i left for spring training last year because i haven't flown so i have not left like a five-hour radius in the summer last year we went upstate new york i went down to baltimore which is like four hours for a little mo twice last year but i've been outside of this five-hour radius since march so i'm excited just to get out of here but you've done it you've been you've been to florida yeah, I have. I have. And I refused a trip to North Carolina with my wife and daughter after leaving to go to Florida because I could not fly with an infant. So at least you don't have that worry and just realize that if anything goes wrong on the flight, you didn't have to deal with a screaming toddler. So you're going to be all right. I think you should be excited. And, and South Carolina, that's a different kind of trip for you. You could tell you're, you're living that married life now. Ooh. Wow. Okay. What do you mean? Well, usually... Uh, so to speak. Well, you've done it with, with the Bourbon Bell, so that's not fair. You, you're big on the Florida trips, right? You love the, the buddy trips, the spring training. 
You're usually good on a Florida getaway to see your friends during the winter. Uh, and then, you're, you know, obviously you're big on traveling the country, filming no end, leaving to go to soccer games all over the place. Although that's wrong, too, because you did go to England with the Bourbon Bell. So maybe I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. This just feels like when you think of South Carolina when you're traveling from the Northeast and Charleston and, and Hilton Head, it feels like that's like a married couple we're going to go kind of sightsee some cute oh. shops and go to the beach kind of trip. I don't know. That's just the way I, I view a South Carolina trip like that. Okay. Okay. Well, admittedly, this is definitely her idea because she loves it down there and her grandparents lived down there for quite some time. And so she has a lot of, of fond memories and nostalgia about it. And I've been there once and, um, haven't, and that's, that was 20 years ago. So I haven't been down in a long time. But I'm always down for exploring new stuff, so I'm into it, and I'm excited about seeing it. But you're right. In that, in that way, she definitely has taken the, the bull by the horns on this trip and said, let's go here. And the other stuff might have been maybe more 50-50 or maybe even lean my side. Like our trip to London for my 40th birthday was really about because I always wanted to go see English Premier League soccer. And so she was nice enough to you know, get me that, the plane ticket for my birthday that year. So you're right. In some ways, this is maybe a little off, uh, off the normal range for me. But I, I'm super excited, and you know, you, you tend to forget maybe that we've been on in South Carolina for years. We've been on in Clemson on on the Roar. We've been on in uh, Myrtle Beach. We've been on in multiple other affiliates uh, around South Carolina. So we actually have a lot of listeners uh down there and uh a bunch of them have reached out to me so that's that's been kind of cool that is awesome will you do any meetups similar to what i had to do in hawaii with the listener base or is this strictly you haven't gotten it you only have so many days you got to see what or is there going to be a little running with some the aliens you know i don't know yet uh if we can organize it and, and do that i would love to um but we haven't had anything kind of made official yet so I've just okay. kind of been responding to people on Twitter. That's how they've reached out to me. Well, I, I did have one more question as a follow-up, and this is fascinating, because obviously me and Bogus made the joke about you needing a day off, needing a day off. You finally got one Memorial Day, and it was a washout all weekend as you yeah. visited your wife's family. And now you're, you're going on a real trip again. Was there a short list of candidates that kind of got debated and narrowed down, or was this strictly your wife going, hey, haven't been to South Carolina forever, you'll love it, let's go here? We have a limited window because she can't take a full week off of work. So that's why we had to take an extended weekend. That's why okay. we're kind of building it around a weekend. So we're basically Thursday, Friday, Monday is what we're, we're missing for work. So that's kind of how we did this. And we knew the flight was relatively short. It's only maybe two hour plus, 2.15 or something from New York. And there are plenty of flights because it's a vacation destination. There are plenty of cool places to stay. And she really loves it down there. So okay. I was like, yeah, I'm in. That sounds good to me. But honestly, you could tell me anywhere. I am just, <laughs> I'm just clawing at the walls. I mean, you know, I love like the upper Midwest in the, in the summer, like the lakes and the fishing and the camping. I just, I love it. So like Minnesota and Wisconsin and those types of places I, I love. Upstate New York is gorgeous this time of year. Maine is amazing this type of year. But you could tell me anything. I mean, anything like, Let's go to Florida. It's 95 degrees. It's 100 degrees in Texas. It's 110 degrees in Arizona. Fine. Let's do it. Let's go to Montana. Let's go to Idaho. Let's go to Seattle. I, I just got to get out. Let, let, let's drive to Dayton, Ohio. Fine. Let's do it. I just want to go see something new. And, you know, like some of the greatest 
enjoyment I get out of life is going to restaurants and eating at new places. And they don't have to be fancy restaurants, but just finding cool places to eat, finding cool places to drink, local beer, local bourbon, local food, barbecue, you know, anything I'm so into. And I just haven't had a chance to do that in over a year, which is the whole essence of Nomad. And I haven't gone to a sporting event in over a year, which is just criminal. So I'm just... I don't think we're going to get to a sporting event down in uh, South Carolina. <laughs> don't know if we'll get – they got a triple-A team or a single-A team maybe that down there, uh, baseball. But don't think we're going to be able to make it. We might, but we'll see. But I just – got to get out of the house and go do something. So I'm excited I'm for up. you. I'm excited for you. By the way, I don't think your return to a sporting event could be a triple-A game either. I think it's Oh, been, really? This has been such a long drought because I had this – pitch to me too whether i wanted to go see a long island ducks game i said absolutely not when i'm making my return here it's go big or go home you got to see the bigs it's either baseball basketball something professional when we've been lacking from this long from a sporting event hmm. okay that's an interesting take on things like you can't dip your toe into the water you got to go all in yeah, I need I need my entire thirst quenched. Like I'm already looking ahead. I want to go to the Eastern Conference Finals at the Barclays Center to see the Nets. Like that's what I want my return to be. I don't think you could go see, you know, whoever plays in in Myrtle Beach and that's your return to sports. No, I think you need to go to City Field or something. I had tickets for this Friday, but we're going to be out of town. That's the first. That's the first. <laughs> How about tickets. that for irony? That's the first tickets in my ticket package activated this Friday, and it's the Padres too. Oh, I would have loved to go see Mets Padres. Oh, that would have been great. But such is life. So I'll get there uh, later on in the, in the month, probably. My guess is that sometime later on in the month, I'll go to, to City Field for the first game. That's great. That is I great. need it. You need it. So it does beg the question, you know, what giant sports story is going to break while I'm out? Because that happens every single year. So just wait on it because something crazy is going to happen. So <laughs> you're going to do Canadian Bacon and host the show. You're not deferring or pushing off Canadian bacon to somebody else. No, I, I want to do Canadian bacon. There's no reason to push it off. Uh, I would also say we there is, I, I said it jokingly, but I'm serious, there is a limited staff surrounding the show uh-huh. the next couple of days. So even if I wanted to push Canadian bacon, the only people I could turn to push it to are the same people who are working on the show there. Anyway, like literally the show is going to be the same people working on it, just minus you. It's not like they minus you and added somebody else to the staff. So I, Bogus, you know, he has enough on his plate. Although I guess that's not entirely true. I was just found out that Marco Belletti will be taking some of the Bogus roles in Stun to a News. But, yeah, for the most part, there's nobody I can flip it over to. So it's going to be me. Okay, so you will host. You will do Canadian Bacon. Bogish will be once again doing the headlines as as normal, but also kind of your co-host, right? Well, he's going to be flat out co-host. I guess like he'll he'll yeah he'll be the co-host, and it'll be both me and him. I, I yeah he'll whatever. But apparently he was supposed to do headlines. I don't know how to describe it. Like Bogish is is not going to focus on headlines now. Bogish is going to focus on being the other main voice of the show. And the headline portion he was supposed to do, apparently they have just inserted Marco Belletti on. Uh. So Bogish actually gets the break in elevation. I don't get the break on the producing side in elevation. Okay, so Bogish can just be your second voice, just your co-host. Doesn't have to do the updates. Marco does the updates. That's cool. We love Marco. But 
I think that means that if Bogus wants to do it, he should be able to do one Canadian bacon, don't you think? Now, now that this is all playing out in my head, this is sort of, sort of like you're hearing this in real time on the PGP. This is my unplugged, unglued, whatever problem. Uh-huh. Now that I'm playing out the scenarios in my head, I guess by process of elevation of roles on the show, yes, in theory, Bogus should be taking the Canadian bacon role if his stun to a news and, and headlines role is being taken by Marco. I think you're right. I will be fair to Bogish and offer him to do Canadian bacon and see how it sounds. Uh, I, I hope that he takes at least one, because I think hearing a different voice do it, and also if he's going to be the one mocking me all the time, I think this helps hearing how he steps into the shoes, because if he destroys me and he's awesome at it, well, then it's just another person in the Rolodex that I have to live up to the hype to. He's got to do one. He can't decline all of them. I don't know if he's got to do all three, but he's got to do one of these, I think. Maybe I'll get it off to a good start on Thursday, and I'll leave it to him on Friday and say, you have to finish the week strong with a Canadian bacon on Friday. Right. Correct. Okay. Well, so I'm looking forward to this because I do think, we, yeah, we've got to see how Bogues does. And be quite frank, I would be open to doing Canadian bacon as well one episode. Is that right? That is, is right. Is that right? That is right. Oh, well, that's a game changer. Not for me wanting to do a lack of work, but for you having to sit on the hot seat and deliver Canadian bacon to the masses. I want that. I want that badly. I think it's only fair if I'm going to judge you, like you said, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell never has to sing. Well, I should be able to deliver Canadian bacon, and we'll see how my puns do. And if I crash and burn, you should be allowed to puncture holes in in my, my game. Oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. You pick the date, circle it on the calendar, and let's go. Let's hype this up and let's get you in there. Oh, now I'm loving this because if I get Bogus to fall on his face on Friday and then at some point, maybe next week, the week after, you come out of the shoot and maybe you're fine. Maybe you fall on your face. Suddenly we enter the Stanley Cup final with my ego as big as whoever going to win that Stanley Cup. So I think there's a lot of things that could break positively for me here when you see how difficult this is. Are you worried at all that maybe we would crush it and it would make all the stuff that you do look look lame? Of course I'm worried about that, but I don't want to speak that into existence. (laughs) And by the way, I'm also worried you guys won't crush it, say you crush it, and then the listeners believe you crush it, and then I'm screwed anyway. (laughs) Okay, well, then it's on. I, I was thinking, I don't know what a ceremonial date we could do it where I would take over, but maybe it should be a day where there is no hockey. Maybe there's a day oh. where like, I should do maybe a recap of the of the playoffs up until that point or something like that. Oh, maybe, maybe we do it after the like that gap after the conference finals before the cup final. Yeah, there's going to be an off day, right? If especially if both conference finals don't end at the same number of games, then you know there's going to be a maybe there's a point in time where one series is over in four and one series is going until seven, and there's some. Some days where there is no hockey. There definitely will be. As a matter of fact, I believe Tuesday evening was probably the last evening we will have with multiple hockey games on one night. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there will definitely come with that gap. And, uh, DA, we got to go into real-time breaking DA show news. Oh, okay. On the podcast because I can't, I can't take my eyes off this. Okay. Peter Schwartz is at it again in real time. Oh, we closed Tuesday's show, or part of it, talking about him bringing up the Geo I'm going to see at the game thing. Wednesday's show. 
Is it Wednesday? I've lost yeah. track of days. Yes. Yeah. He has issued, I am not kidding, the self-importance. You're not going to be here, so we have to do this now. A four-part tweet addressing things discussed. Apparently, he got taken by on the woodshed after tweeting at Geo about, you know, looking for free stuff. And this, we witnessed this, so I want to bring this up. Peter Schwartz has tweeted, At the New York Red Bulls cupcakes in question were delivered to the At CBS Sports Radio newsroom that morning, and I was offered a cupcake by the producer. Geo turned down the cupcake, and for the record, yes, I'm a big Red Bull New York supporter, but I don't have a jersey. Then he also wanted to say he's a big supporter of the at New York Riptide at NLL, which is a lacrosse league. I do not own a Riptide jersey. Then went with a hashtag warning issued. I guess it's some kind of stupid thing that they do. And then finally an at Let's Go Islanders. So I know that sounds very confusing. But the reason I had to bring this up, apparently Pete is so in tune with listening to these shows that he got ripped for taking free cupcakes and thought he was so self-important enough to tag a million teams in a story nobody cares about to explain why he ate a free cupcake. Well, and see what's happening here is that Schwartz wanted to defend himself against another claim that all he does is look for free stuff oh. while also asking for free stuff because oh. he says that he's a big Red Bulls New York supporter by using their official hashtag. He then uses the official at mention handle for the New York Riptide. And so clearly and at New York Red Bulls, the official handle. So he's looking for free stuff from both the Red Bulls and the Riptide and ultimately the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, I'm sorry to derail the PGP folks, but you know when there's Peter Schwartz news, it breaks first, it breaks here. And if it's staring at you in real time, right in the computer, as we're talking, how do we not bring it up with DA going to be away? This meat on the bone is going to have to be revived here in a hurry because I'm at my wit's end now. We've buried Pete a long time doing the upside-down Mike videos, but the longer this Islander run continues, the longer it's becoming harder to hide a 400-pound man on the lurk for free stuff. <sighs> Okay, so there's all of that happening as well. Will you do a meat on the bone tomorrow morning? I I really questioned whether I was going to. First day you are out, Bogus and I in there, NBA playoffs, NHL postseason. Do we get the meat on the bone going? But I, it's probably the thing I'm going to be most passionate about on Thursday's show, so how do I not do it? <laughs> right? I mean, they say go with where your passion leads you. Meat on the bone, I'm tempted to lead with it if we didn't have a new boss coming soon. I mean, jeez. It's going to be the topic you're most passionate about. After an amazing, I'm sure, game number six tonight between the Islanders and the Bruins, between another excellent NBA playoff yeah, sun, match. Suns and Nuggets tonight. Yep, absolutely. Suns and Nuggets. You are going to be most passionate. Aaron Rodgers is holding out a minicamp. You've got plenty of of sports to go around the major league baseball tackiness issue foreign substance the yankees are are dropping like a stone and you are most passionate about peter schwartz yes yes because it doesn't end and people need to stop giving him the benefit of the doubt who cares that you ate free red bull cupcakes stop defending it i I'm sick of the face-off wins. I'm getting high school updates. It's too much now. Meat on the bone needs to resurface, and I need to be fired up for it. Well, my question is, when it comes to meat on the bone and what you're looking, what you're looking for, what, what particular types of tweets are you <laughs> looking to lead with, or is it everything that bothers you about Pete? It's not everything, because I do... 
boy, this is the typical. He does have a good heart, but it's the it's the including of people's Twitter handles combined with hashtags combined with the openly pining for something free while including those handles and then the almost denial about what his purpose of the tweets are after he hits send. You mix that in a pot. It's like getting the cookie batter and throwing the chocolate chips in there. Maybe you get the vanilla extract. You bake it in the oven for a couple minutes, and you realize it's delicious. All of those things taken to a question create some kind of crazy masterpiece by Pete that it's almost like a drug that's driven to make you insane, and it drives me insane. It drives me insane, and we don't have enough people tweeting at him going, hey, enough's enough, pal. Like, nobody says that to him because everybody feels bad because they think he's a nice guy. And all of that drives me mad. Well, this is the thing that's going on 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 our Twitch, and that is you can chat while watching the show on Twitch. And so we have aliens that are chatting constantly with one another about the show. And every time that we poke fun at, at Pete, there's a lot of defenders of Pete that Cap tells us say that he's a great man, he's a great oh. father, he's a family man, and all of this. So how do you reconcile the fact that all these people really like Pete and you just keep trying to tear him apart? Because they don't know the real Pete. I think mean, that that's the problem. They they see Pete from afar on Twitter, and if you I guess it's one of those weird dynamics where right, like we always rag on Kevin Durant's a perfect example. I can't believe I'm going to compare Kevin Durant to Peter Schwartz on social media. But nobody, none of us actually know Kevin Durant on a personal level. But we all assume Kevin Durant can be like a jerk that just needs to put the phone down because of his, his tweets. And, and why? And we ask, why do you care so much? And then we make assumptions about Kevin Durant, the person, based on what we see. Everybody who follows Peter Schwartz's Twitter sees this stuff and just sees the exclamation points and a guy enjoying life and enjoying his kids and his happy-go-lucky person. And, wow, he's so lucky he gets to experience all these things. And then they don't know the real him. And then when you get to know the real him, you realize, yeah, he might be a nice guy, but his ulterior motives are always there. He's not in this to live life and have a great life. It's, it's all about the addiction and making people care about things that nobody cares about. And then us feeling bad and forcing our way into likes. It's like, it's just crazy. It's just, the, to live your life that way is bananas. It's crazy. And how Peter Schwartz hasn't single-handedly been the death of social media, to me, <laughs> is un unbelievable. It's funny because Schwartz is kind of like what the Patriots are to me. Like, they drive me so insane and batty <laughs> that even things that don't need to be hated are hated by me. They've spun me into a top so many times. And that's the thing, same thing for Schwartz. You get way more mad at Schwartz than the rest of us do. I do. I do. And maybe, maybe part of that, I, I feel like I'm on a therapy couch again, is because I, I too have like a heart where I don't have the heart to fully explode on him in person because then in the end you realize, you know, in this life, that would be such a wasted breath, right? Like, to get that actually angry in somebody's face and tell him why what he's doing is so enragingly idiotic. So then by biting that back and pulling it back and seeing every act of his continue, it's enough to drive a man mad. It really drives me mad. There's, there's a million things I could be upset about in life, and nothing makes me more upset than when I get bombarded with, with numerous tweets by him and there's people like it, and people going, good for you, and good for... It's the people that respond to him. It's like, you follow this account? What are you doing? Why are you feeding the beast? 
it, it's that. It's that people feed the beast too. There are people we work with that have very annoying social media feeds. I know, you know, and, and they might be good people too. But they don't bother me nearly as much because they get zero feedback on them. It's like they're talking to thin air. There's no likes. There's no retweets. There's no nothing. And it's almost to the point where you almost feel bad for them. And then you get the absolute responses and engagement that Pete gets. And that's what makes me more mad than anybody else. It's nuts. It's bananas. So I could tell you are definitely going to do a meet on the bone tomorrow or, or Friday. I have a lightheaded headache thinking about him having to jump to Twitter as if anybody cared about his defense about eating a freaking cupcake. Like, that <laughs> bothers me. It bothers me that he is making up stats that don't exist from high school lacrosse games. Like, I could tell you there is not a statistician on the sideline that he went up to and said, hey, how many uh, face-offs did my son win? He is keeping those in his head and then tweeting them out like they are factual stats a college scout needs to look at. That stuff bothers me. Can I come to South Carolina with you? Because I'm pissed So annoying. You are. You are wound up. Well, I am. I hope you have a good couple of days. I hope that you and Bogues get a good couple of laughs. Is Marco going to be in all three days? I don't know about Monday. It, if you want full, <laughs> if you want full disclosure, full disclosure on how I found out Marco was in, and this goes with me having to do your uh, Odyssey Sports minutes as well that you will hear on a lot of our affiliates nationwide, and that is that our boss who is our secondary like the second boss who handles the sports minutes slash like the anchor guys who read the headline schedules right we have a boss above him who handles all the on-air schedules that boss was somehow unaware or didn't remember that you were going to be in South Carolina and off so he has been playing from behind to get the anchor schedule switched out to get bogus you know where he doesn't have to worry about that didn't have a producer schedule to fill my viral and didn't have the sports minute portion covered and had to ask me last minute so i don't know who's in monday because i don't think our our boss who's supposed to handle that knows who's in monday because he was unaware until basically (laughs) monday that you were off at the end of the week when you took off a month ago sent that email a month ago so for those of you listening who are wondering and wondering how stuff could go wrong at your job just know that we are a media entity and the main morning show host, one of the bosses had zero idea was off three days later. <laughs> even though he had been alerted to that. Yes, even though he was aware and on an email. He was on the it's email. Un- it's unbelievable. Well, good luck to you guys. Uh, we are closing in on returning back to the studio here soon. So that means for the first time in more than a year, we will be able to actually see Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA, and that's going to be a huge reveal, you know? I'm ready to see Cap in person. Uh, I'm also ready to see, you know, where the show goes when we return back in studio. Do we go back to, you know, sharing input on headlines? Is this something you've completely taken over? Pre-show meetings? Uh, I'm ready to get ragged on about what I do post-show again. I'm sure that's coming. Believe me, the boots are on. I'm ready for all hell to break loose. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's, that's in the coming weeks. For now... We have three shows of Mraz and Bogues, and something huge in sports is bound to happen. So 
Stick around. That's the next three shows, Thursday, Friday, and Monday, that I'm back on Tuesday morning show. Let's listen in right now to Side B. It's Side P of the PGP. It is Mraz, host of Side B and the executive producer of the DA Show, joined by, I think, a cackling Andrew Bogus. Bogus, hello. Was that the Whitney Houston version of your open? That was a very, um, like, booming, big voice, historic singer version. I, I liked that one. How do you like that? It was, it was fantastic. I was excited to deliver it. Uh, I, I think I'm even more excited that our wish of two months ago has been granted. DA, a day off. In fact, multiple days off. In fact, a vacation. He has worked his tail off. In fact, football season six days a week, which I'm shocked he has not reminded us of, as he's done in past years. And he gets a nice little trip to South Carolina, meeting Bogish, you and I, at the controls, mano y mano, for the next couple days on the DA show. Thursday, Friday, Monday, and then I believe the following Monday as well. So four shows without DA, who, I mean, just the one day of Memorial Day, even though it drove him with all the bad weather to shop in Marshalls and shuck oysters to, you know, to (laughs) shun his neighbor and spite his neighbor, like Memorial Day gave him a little bit of a reset. He's been, I think, nicer in June. But these three days in a row coming up, a four total, he's going to be a new man. He is going to be a new man. We can only hope that he's refreshed and happy and and chippy, and he should be. That's a nice trip that he's taken with his wife. We're excited for it. And with that, on side A, DA proposed a couple interesting dynamics here, Bogish. First of all, I just hammered Peter Schwartz because in real time I had to read a tweet. He was talking about free cupcakes and whatever else he was doing. I guess he was was hammering home. So we had a little... yeah, I was about to bring that up at the end of the show on Wednesday, but I looked down and saw we didn't have enough time for a new Schwartz topic. But shame on the Red Bulls. I don't know if you said this in your uh, on side A, but shame on the Red Bulls. They be, they started that. I don't know if you saw the beginning of the thread. They opened up the Schwartz floodgates. So shame on them oh. for going down that road. Hold on. Now I feel like we're going in a million different directions. So I was going to bring up what DA proposed, but I wanted to. I got off track with Schwartz for a second. What do you mean the Red Bulls started? What did they tweet? So the, the tweet I saw, and I'm assuming the Red Bulls, I mean, if you don't, I hope everyone knows all the MLS teams by now, but that's the New York, New Jersey um, MLS team. And they have periodically brought things to our studios. A guy that does PR for them knows us well, so there's always been a connection between them and the CBS and WFAN studio. They've brought in cookies, cupcakes, cakes. One time they brought in empanadas, which were delicious. Like, they bring in stadium food sometimes to... to pump up something big going on. I don't know who they're playing this weekend. I don't know if they got a big game, but it sounds like they dropped something off or about to at the studio for Boomer and Geo because the first tweet I saw was from them to Geo asking if he wanted more cupcakes. And then in parentheses, they said, we know Peter Schwartz loves them too. Oh, and no. that got Schwartz in with Geo in the back and forth with the Red Bulls about cupcakes. There you go. So that's how that tweet thread started, that rambling, incoherent, nonsensical tweet that I just read inside eighty you listeners. That's how it started. Shame on the Red Bulls. I hope they never win another MLS Cup. It's a cup, right? 
I hope they never it win is a cup. One. They might not have won any, so they might, you know, it's not another one. They might just hopefully never win their first one at this juncture until they apologize to us for, for, for bringing Schwartz up today. Well, speaking of ridiculousness, DA brought up a couple interesting things. Number one, that DA, too, would like to do a Canadian bacon. If he's going to sit there and judge me, he would like to do one. His thought process is maybe do one where he recaps the entire NHL postseason on an off day around the comp. Oh, no, I guess they're not the conference final. I kept saying that in the first one. The semifinals and the Stanley Cup. Maybe we get that. And he brought up, if Marco Belletti's in, do we get at least one of these next three shows? Can we get one Canadian bacon done by Bogus? Oh, by me? Yeah, he said uh, if yeah, he's I've been, judge, yeah, I'll def. I'll definitely do. I was either going to bring up Marco, and Marco's going to be a little too busy, I think, to put anything extra no. on his plate. I, mean, I don't even know if he has time to judge with us, but I will definitely do a Canadian bacon for sure. The, the thought process being everybody elevates up a role. I still will do, you know, I'm not asking you to do all three. I would do one probably Thursday. Maybe you do Friday's Canadian bacon, recapping okay. the Vegas Avalanche game. And then now we'll have something in the Rolodex. You will have done it. We'll get DA to have done it. And then we'll see, you know, when the, when the hot panini press is on and you guys want to judge me for how difficult it is, throw you guys to the walls. Get you to have a little something on tape. What do you think of that? Uh, I'm all in. That's a fair challenge. Um, I'm not going to do it as seriously as you do. Like, I'm going to, I assume I'll do it to be bad and terrible. I don't know if that changes the dynamic here, but I'll, I'm all for this. I'll absolutely do one of them. You do it in whatever tone, tenor, and make model you want to do it in. But okay, there we have it. Bogish has agreed to do Canadian bacon on a Friday. Let it Are you sizzle. a snake or is that a fajita sizzling there? What's that sound effect? That's a fajita sizzling. Come on, we've all okay. been there where you order the fajita and it comes out sizzling. Just like that. No? You don't like that? No, no, just, just making sure. I thought that's what it was. Okay. Now, I can't not bring up also, Bogus, as we do the PGP here and go behind the scenes, something that came up on my personal Facebook accounts, you know, when you do, like, those memories thing. Mm-hmm. We have hit the one-year anniversary of me going just for men on my gray goatee and the eyebrows, the mustache, all of that. And that turning into something that has been much discussed in the PGP, our Wizard of Watch DA, Andrew Kaplan, using that kind of like a crying Jordan meme. Every, <laughs> everything, whether it's a Target demo meme or something else, anything involving me always comes back to that face I had with the Just for Men. And I kind of feel like this is an anniversary that should be celebrated more, the birth of of really one of the great memes Andrew Kaplan's ever had because it, it's reused in so many different ones. Yeah, it has definitely become your official head. Whenever he needs your head for something, <laughs> that's the head he goes and gets. There's nothing else. There's no alternates. There's no plan B. If he, When he's putting your head on something, that's the head that he uses. And I don't know why he wouldn't. I mean, it's perfect. You made it happen. And you know what? I'm trying to think now. I don't remember it like slowly fading away. I feel like it was just gone. Did you wash it out? No, you can't wash it out. It did fade away. Right, so like, I feel like it, it I feel like it's like a very delicate but quick exit where it just like I don't remember it going like fading, looking bad, like oh you should do that again. Like it just kind of ran its course and disappeared, but like kind of sneakily like out the back door. It's a good point. I don't know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what the off-day situation was, because remember, it's around this time last year in June where we had gone, what, three straight months of pandemics, which is crazy that we're talking about this long ago, right? 
three straight months of pandemic stuff, and nobody had taken off at all. Like we, we make jokes about DA taking off, but we were working from home. There was nowhere to go. We were all quarantined at home. And then it came to the point where the company decided and realized, well, you guys are still going to need to use your days so not everybody tries to take off the whole month of December. So that right. could have easily been a scenario where any one of the three of us started to use days off, and thus we just kind of didn't notice the days my, my beard faded away from the Just for Men. Yeah, because it was like, I mean, as the picture shows, I mean, it was it was on there thick. Like, that should have been your face for a long time. But I don't, rem- I, I don't, I have no memory of us ever even addressing it. Like, oh, it's fading or, oh, you need a touch up. Like, it just, it happened. We had fun with it. Cap has kept it going. But, like, in actual reality, like, we never, I feel like, circled back to it just fading away. It was just kind of gone. And that was it. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Now, I do want to go back to Canadian bacon. As you can see, I'm kind of hopping all over the place on the PGP because one thing I wanted to ask you without DA in the room. Now, you, I feel like, have been a little more forgiving than DA has on some of the puns he's hated. I need to know over the last few days, sticking out, the pun you've absolutely hated the most that maybe I liked and explain why it didn't work. Uh, Let me. Well, you know what? I have now taken up the habit of like da of writing them down so i oh, no, you don't i don't notice you're writing them down you're writing them down yeah i write them down so i so i have them in front of me when we go back over them i'm just reaching to get a piece of paper do i have anything on this one i just threw a, my notepad paper out no so i just had the last two days um i didn't i didn't like bowl of Toffoli yesterday that one that to me was a miss and I didn't I didn't like the Ross and Rachel one today because I just I thought it was too much of a reach like Ross Colton is nobody there's no involved like nothing there's no marriage relation like it just a Ross joke maybe but like Ross marries Rachel then scores I, I don't know unless it was supposed to be like a lewd joke about like his wedding night scoring that one I just I just missed normally what they do like what I do is like I try to think of like what else I would have done. Like what did I uh, yesterday? Oh, to Foley. Like I would have made it series ending man because his overtime goal ended the series, not just the games. Like I would have played. Hmm. I would have changed overtime ending man to series ending man. Um, so like that's. But but like those are the only ones that I can remember right now at the top of my head that I that I strongly had a reaction to. See, I like to. Oh, and I didn't. I didn't. I missed, but they, and some of them are my fault. Like, I just missed the Uchi Uchi Varley Varley. Like I, that one went over my head. I was not up on the Nas the Nas catalog. I just it just missed me. So like that's not your fault. That's my fault. Yeah, I'm a little younger than you, and that was a hit song for my generation. And what I can't work in Billy Joel, Elton John, and can't work in Nas. Come on. No, I just no, feel no, like you should you should work in Nas. I should have known what you were doing there. I just feel like I'm working some really good material in here on a day. Like, I, when my head hits the pillow at night, I already know I got stuff, and then you guys think it flops the next morning. It is it is debilitating. It is rough to take. Yeah. So DA might dislike things too much. I think you like your jokes too much it's sometimes. Fair. That might be fair. Yeah. All right, but either way, we have you agreed to do this anyway. But I was curious. So you didn't like Bullet to Foley. All right. I mean... I hear Toffoli, and maybe that's just in my own mind. I'm picturing some kind of Italian dish. DA wanted me to insert a sauce there. I think, you know, that's where he kind of gets lost, where he tells me I'm overcomplicating things, and then I undercomplicate him. I don't know. I don't know. But the bottom line is Yeah, like Toffoli Parmesan might have, like, might have 
made it easier to like to trigger my head, but I just, I did not, when you said it, I did not understand why it should be funny, how it was funny. Like I, that one, I just straight up missed. All right. And Raw, I mean, how many hockey players you know named Ross? So, the, again, True. the Friends reunion still in everybody's mind. I give you, a, when I mention the name Ross, and I give you a Rachel, and then he ends up scoring in net. I, again, I, I'm not going to say he scored with Rachel, because, again, family show. But, okay, look, I thought these would hit. They didn't hit with you guys. Maybe they hit with some of the audience. We live and we live. Oh, man, I made so many. Um, <laughs> when... <laughs> When Pete was between wives, um, that was a. <laughs> I guess that was still part of the the Feinstein era, or maybe it was it bled into Geo and Jones. I, I, you know, again, there's been so many years and so many shows. I don't know what's what and what along so with other, with other events. Pete, right. But I definitely made jokes like nobody scored more than Pete except blah blah blah, or the only person that scores more than Pete is the Islanders when they had like seven goals in a game. So like. I'm not above making a scoring joke. You might be, but I'm, but I'm definitely not. All right. Well, there you have more Canadian bacon still to come. We have two more rounds of the post. Unbelievable, by the way, Pogus, that here we are, you know, felt like it took forever to get the season going. And we, we have, as I just alluded to, I believe ended the postseason where we will have multiple games on it a night. We've really dwindled this down, which is pretty incredible. So Canadian bacon looking to finish strong here the rest of the spring. And Bogus, you and I, the next three DA shows together. Holding hands, Marco Belletti involved. At some point, Sam Rubinoff's involved. The summer has arrived. The summer of DA. All right. You can follow Bogus on Twitter. At Andrew Bogus. Follow me at Mraz CBS. Have a how to do to do rest of the week, folks. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.